It takes a humble mind and a curious spirit to go past the hubris that ignorance and knowledge bring. Through questions, specific concerns are addressed, doubts are dissolved, and understanding is achieved, which is the goal of this podcast. We believe asking questions provides one of the quickest and most precise routes to understanding, which translates into the correct execution of actions and the attainment of desired outcomes. This is where Solomon Ray comes in. Solomon Ray is a prolific Bible teacher, executive leader, advisor, and sponsor. Known for his love for Jesus Christ and people, wisdom, and unique incursions into God's Word to provide relevance, clarity, and understanding for personal leadership and a more productive life in Christ Jesus through every area of life. We trust this podcast will help you provide clarity to the burning questions you've been harboring all these years. Let's delve into the podcast and listen attentively as Solomon Ray brings clarity, insight, and understanding to some questions. Take a listen. Welcome to Ask Solomon Ray Podcast, your favorite show with your host, Solomon Ray Ngoleswe Kinder. Through this podcast, we seek to dissolve your doubts so that you can perceive life and approach it correctly, understanding your Christian walk with Jesus Christ and your Christian living with others, maximizing your time, purpose, and assignment for the glory of God and of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you very much for joining us today. Let's start with a word of prayer. Father, thank you for the gift of today. I want to thank you for yet another opportunity to be of service to you through your people. Lord, I pray that may you grant me the wisdom, the understanding that is required to give an answer of peace to the question of today. And may this answer of peace grant understanding to all those who are listening and give them perspective on how to live for you, understand where they are, so we can all be productive in our knowledge of you. Thank you and be glorified through everything that we do and say. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you very much once more for joining us and here is another time where we answer some questions or a question which hopefully is going to be of help and benefit to all of us, myself inclusive. So our questioner for today is Moses from Cameroon and his question goes thus. I've been hearing about Christians, pastors, apostles, and even spiritual sons and many others tapping into graces that belong to either their pastors or that of other pastors, apostles, prophets, spiritual fathers etc. Do we appropriately get grace from God or do we get graces by tapping into that of others? 
if grace can also be gotten through tapping from others and not gotten directly from God only, what does Peter mean to say in 1 Peter 5 verse 10? And it reads, But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. God bless you, sir. Thank you very much, Moses, for your question, and it's a very timely one. Maybe for those listening out of Cameroon and Africa, there is a, a way of talking here where we say people tap into graces from called vessels. So I tap into the grace of Moses, I tap into the grace of John, I tap into the grace of Mabel, I tap into the grace of whosoever God has called, whose mandate has a kind of more than average visibility someone who has impact in the lives of people called by God through ministry in their particular ministry. So that's what we mean by tapping, tapping into that grace. So that's what it means just for context sake. So this question is a very interesting one. And once more, thank you, Moses, for taking our time and for trusting us to answer this question. So right out of the bat, I'm going to kind of without assuming that we understand because of course you should understand from my posture as a teacher and from the audience we are getting we are getting a global audience and i don't know where each person is in their spiritual growth so i should not assume that we all understand what grace here means like tapping into a grace so i'll just define what that grace means contextually so grace in this context when we say tapping into a grace grace there refers to the performing abilities of god giving to his servants for the sole purpose of carrying out their divine assignments fulfilling the purpose of jesus christ in the earth and for that we can see from ephesians chapter 4 verses 4 to 13 from the new king james version ephesians chapter 4 verses 4 to 7 from the new king james version and it reads there is one body and one spirit just as you were called in one hope of your calling five one lord one faith one baptism six one god and father of all who is above all and through all and in you all seven but to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of christ's gifts grace was given to us so there is grace that god gives us or the holy spirit gives us when we are already born again and that has to do with gifts spiritual gifts or offices it can be people in some other context and here the purpose is to endow the christian to endow the vessel the vessel here is a man by man and me male or female to endow this person with god's performing abilities because the call that god gives us the purpose the divine assignment that god gives us cannot be completed and successfully achieved without god's ability it can only be achieved through his ability our skills and competencies will go just so much but it cannot be able to do that which god wants us to do because the assignment of god is always superlative in nature and the reason why there is always a need for god's performing abilities is so that we should not trust our own sufficiency and also because god's scope and assignment is far bigger than we can ever contain or even far deeper than we can ever go down to so there is that need for god's 
divine abilities being imputed to us so that we can do those things and complete what he has called us to do so this grace is not to be confused with the grace where it is unmerited favor that came through jesus christ by which all men are saved and through which no one is required to live by the law that is the old testament law but by having faith in jesus christ for their salvation and absolution which not confuse these are two different words interplayed in scripture so this one has to do with the unmerited favor that came through jesus christ through his coming and his life and death and resurrection and ascension into heaven and by this grace all men are saved and we are absolved of our past and we are reborn into god's nature into a new life and into a new being meanwhile the previous grace is talking about imputing into us god's divine ability to perform God's divine abilities to do but this other grace is God's unmerited favor to become to be one with Jesus Christ and God our Father and let's read from John chapter 1 verse 17 from the King James Version for the law was given by Moses but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ this grace now is the unmerited favor of God that comes through Jesus Christ by which all men are saved and through which no one is required to live by the law. The law here is the law of Moses, the Old Testament law, but by having faith in Jesus for our salvation and absolution. So it's important we have that distinction from the word go. So this question is focusing on the first kind of grace, the grace where the Holy Spirit imparts into us God's abilities to do the work of God and the scale at which only God can do, the quality of work that only God can produce. It's very important that we understand that. Okay, so our question is really focusing on are graces or is a grace only given by God or can it be gotten through other people, like through other called vessels? Can they transfer that? Because that's a very normal, not normal, it's a very widespread phenomenon. I don't know about other places, other regions in the world, but in Africa, it is very common to have people want to tap into graces and to partake of the abilities that God has granted someone to partake of that grace. So it's very common in Africa and in that context. Just let us know through in the Q&A section or the comment section in Apple Podcasts, the Q&A section in Spotify, what is prevalent in your side of the world, whether this tapping into graces is something that happens in your side of the world. We'd like to hear from our listeners, the US, Singapore, India, Australia, France. We want to hear from you what your experience is or what is prevalent in your area. First and foremost, I'd like to say this. Yes, and the yes here is follow what I'm saying. It's possible for grace to be given or to be transferred through God's servants. And yes, it is possible for grace to be given by God himself. Of course, that goes without saying because grace here is the impartation of God's ability to perform. So of course, grace come from God, that ability that he transfers to us. But also, there are cases in scripture where people have transferred the grace that they had to some other person. So I think we 
we'll start first with the grace that's transferred by God's servants to other people. Then we are going to look at instances where God transfers his ability through the Holy Spirit, what the Bible says about that. Then I'm going to tie all of this to give you some personal recommendations, how to go about it. Not really how to go about it, but the perspective when it has to do with this question. So let's look at first the grace transferred by God's servants and we'll see from two major instances plus one which is just a reference. Number one we'll look at Moses. There was a time where Moses God called him and he was a high priest and he had a lot of people. I think those who left Egypt historically they talk of two million people maybe more. So he had a lot of work on him and he was alone. Alone in terms of having the grace to the work to serve those people the way God had called him to do so. Of course he had priests under him but they were not mandated. They were not giving the go ahead to do the things that only he could do. So there were many things that only he could do because he had the grace to do that. He had the authorization and the go-ahead from God to do that. And he was now complaining to God that this thing is too heavy for him. He's alone. He wished that he had other people to help in meeting the needs or in kind of like seeing into the needs of the people. The needs here, I don't mean just like giving money. I mean being a judge and settling cases, things like that. Let's read from Numbers chapter 11, verse 16 to 17 from the New King James Version. We'll see what God does there. I'm giving you that background story so we don't have to read far behind to get the context. So the context is Moses complains to God that he's alone and he needs people to help in the work. Numbers chapter 11 from verses 16 to 17 from the New King James Version and it reads, So the Lord said to Moses, Gather to me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them. Bring them to the tabernacle of meetings that I may stand there with you. 17. Then I will come down and talk with you there. I will take of the spirit that is upon you and will put that same upon them and they shall bear the burden of the people with you that you may not bear it yourself alone see what god did there this is an example where it's god who is instructing and it's god who is doing the dissection god is doing the impartation from the spirit that he gave to moses god did not just give some random spirit again he took what he gave moses and divided it to the 70 he did not just give another spirit to the 70 but here it was god was orchestrating it not moses at will then we look at the example of elijah in the bible where we have elisha this farmer following elijah and he's pressing elijah telling him to wait there and let him go and he says over his dead body he's going to follow after elijah because there's something he wanted and when elijah was about to leave because it was rumored that elijah is going to leave that day and elijah now asking him what do you want and he makes a very strange request so let's read second kings chapter 2 from verses 8 to 10 from the new king james version now elijah took his mantle rolled it up and stroked the water and it was divided this way and that so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground the two of them being who being elijah and elisha but it was elijah performing the act now verse 9 and so it was when they had crossed over that elijah said to elisha Ask what you may I do for you before I am taken away from you. Elijah said, Please let the double portion of your spirit be upon me. That was the request. 10. So he said, 
you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. So this is a clear instance where we find God's servant being able to transfer or to give the spirit that God has given him to another person. This is a case. The first case was the same thing happening, but it was God doing the operation. But here it is a man by desire making a request. And the prophet who has that spirit saying yes, based on this condition, if you see me go away, then it will be done to you. Again, it doesn't really mean that it is Elijah himself who did it. And the Bible doesn't give us detail like minute by minute and second by second what really happened. But we know Elijah was a person of prayer. But in this case, it's still transferred. That's the key I want us to get from the two cases. The spirit that God gave to one person, in quotes, grace, was transferred from the vessels to other people. So let's read now from the New Testament. Here we are reading from Matthew chapter 10, verse 41 from the New Living Bible. And it says, If you welcome a prophet because he is a man of God, you will be given the same reward as a prophet gets. And if you welcome good and godly men because of their godliness, you will be given a reward like theirs. So here, even Jesus now is talking about the possibility of having the same tapping from what is called the prophet's reward. But now, who is doing the reward? I'm going to give you like some personal guidelines down. But I want us to know there's a possibility to have that transference. So let's go now and see what in the other instance where grace is transferred by God through the Holy Spirit. And there we find it mostly true in the New Testament. And we'll just look at one instance. We read from 1 Corinthians 12, 4 to 11. I'm just picking this one so we should not read too much. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 from verses 4 to 11 from the New King James Version. And it reads, There are diversities of gifts but the same Spirit. 5. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. 6. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. 8. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. 9. To another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit. 10. To another workings of miracles, to another prophecies, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues, eleven and the last, but one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing each one individually as he wills. So now we see in all cases that in this instance, the Holy Spirit is the one doing the administration of the gifts to the body of Christ to vessels for the work of doing the assignment that profits everyone. So from all of this, I want to now give you a perspective, a balanced one. But I'll first go back to your question, Moses from what you wrote because words are very important your question says i've been hearing about christians pastors apostles and even spiritual sons and many others tapping into graces that belong to either their pastors or that of other pastors apostles prophets spiritual fathers etc out of there my focus is tapping into graces that belong no one has ownership of god's graces no one that's the first thing it belongs to no one 
maybe I understand what you're trying to say, but I just want to be very sure. No one has ownership of God's grace, of God's ability to perform. No one. Of course, by the definition, it's self-explanatory. God's performing abilities, it is from God. And he's the one who administers it as he wills, as we've read in the Bible. So in either case, as we've read from the case where God's servants administer the spirit or the grace to other people, or the other case where it's the Holy Spirit who's administering the gifts or the graces to people as he wills, as he sees fit. No one is the owner of it. You can be a custodian of a particular grace in the earth, but God is the one who owns that grace, all those graces, and God can administer that grace to other people from you as he wills. He can ask someone who is endowed with grace to lay hands and pray on some other person, and the person will receive that grace, and otherwise, God can just give an instruction to some other person, no go and honor this man of God, this woman of God, and without the person even knowing that it's an instruction from God to you, you honor the person and God will make a way so that there is some transference. But the key here is that it is God who is the owner of his abilities to do, his grace or his graces, and he gives it to whomever he wills. That's the first thing. He gives it to whomever he wills. Again, here I'm focusing on the spirit the principal grace. Every grace has a principal grace, but you have now sub-things, different smaller, in quotes, abilities that can be done. For example, someone can have the grace of God upon his life to minister to billions in the world, maybe through books or through teachings, and he has the attention of billions in the world, millions in the world. That's the principal assignment of that grace. But within that same grace, you can have the ability to speak to someone and change the course of their destiny, to speak to someone and open a door for them by way of prophecy, by way of just giving a word. So in this lesser instance, it's very rampant to have that. But to transfer the spirit that's from one person to another, that is a more complicated equation, a very complex one. For example, this sign shall follow all those who believe. It's for all those who believe. So they can lay hands on you, I can lay hands on you and you're healed. You see, I'm transferring the grace of healing. But the grace of healing is not the principal grace upon my life. But it's a possibility within the umbrella of the principal grace. Within the principal grace, there are things that can be done to everyone. But to transfer the grace, for example, God can say, okay, the grace of having this podcast get to billions. I've given you this grace, Solomon Ray, for example. And it's not because of the dexterity of my speech, my eloquence, or the power in the content that God is bringing out through my agency that accounts for all people listening to this podcast. Because we know for people of that magnitude, billions around the world who listen to your podcast, it's not about that. It's about an impartation, an authorization from God releasing a spirit in you that makes that happen, compelling all men to listen to you. So to transfer that to some other person who wants to do a podcast and say, okay, receive this, it's a very complex equation. But I can pray for you to receive understanding, to understand scripture. I can pray for you to be healed and to be healed. I transfer grace because healing is a grace. I transfer the healing, God's health to your body by just prayer. Okay, so I hope I've been clear enough. So let me give you now the conclusion to all of this matter. 
God through the Holy Spirit is the source of all grace and the principal distributor of the same as he sees fit, sometimes through special vessels or servants. Those who prioritize going straight to God's vessels or to God's servants over focusing on the Holy Spirit, generally there's a problem there. I would not recommend that should be your drive or that should be our drive where we are prioritizing going straight to men of God and over pressing on the Holy Spirit. Generally, those who bypass the Holy Spirit and go towards men of God and are pressing towards men of God, they are doing so just three reasons. Generally, many will do that go as a means of short-circuiting the entire process because having an impartation of the Holy Spirit is very demanding. It's more demanding than just going to a man of God because a man of God is still a man, you see, with having some limitations. So we generally think that we can just bypass the Holy Spirit and go to men of God and they will lay hands and it will happen. But now this, what I said before, makes sense. Nobody owns that ability, that grace that God gave them, that spirit. It is not really for theirs to give at will. There are things they can give at will. They can pray for you, they can speak into your life. But to say the grace that powers their life and everything they do, they don't have ability to transfer that at will. But you can come to them and they pray for you and you can have some sub graces, so to speak. Some sub things happen to you. But to say to transfer the grace that's upon their life, um, they can't make that happen. So generally, those who do that, they are trying to short circuit the whole process. Because having a grace, a principal grace upon your life by the Holy Spirit is very demanding. Because God will have to take you through a process of pruning and of working on your heart, working on just who you are, your understanding, working on many things in your life, killing a lot, killing all pride in your life. And it doesn't mean that you don't have men of God who are proud of, that's not it. But going through the Holy Spirit is a more demanding exercise. So they want to short circuit that whole route by going to the man of God directly. And number two is that most people who prioritize going through men of God for the grace upon their life and bypassing the Holy Spirit, they do so because they are led by what they hear and what they see. For the most part, they are not led by the Holy Spirit. So you can see that, oh, Flomore has people listening to him all over the world. In the near future, all the continents of the earth are covered. People are listening from all over and you're hearing me say it and I'm saying it just to encourage you. I'm just saying it to even encourage the team and you hear that you say, wow, that much influence. I want that. And you start imagining what that will mean. So because of what I've said, it now paints pictures. I now learn through my voice and what I'm saying. You start imagining things. I want to be a podcaster too. Now, I'm not a podcaster. I'm a teacher of the word. But I'm using podcast to transmit that. So I want to do podcasting too. To be like him and to have all of that. So that now can be something that comes from what you've heard and from what I'm saying and what you're seeing. Maybe you see me now. People are greeting wherever I go and people are sending me texts from all over the world people are acknowledging before the podcast starts you hear testimonials from all over the world as the podcast has been helpful to them you hear that and by what you hear and what you see you now create a vision for yourself that i want to do that and now you pursue me that oh please transfer that grace upon my life it's not for me to do so because i didn't manufacture that grace it was granted to me now god can instruct me to do so i can pray to god to see if it's possible for that to happen and if you say yes i can do that but from the word go i cannot just 
give you the grace because it's not mine. I didn't put it on myself. It was given to me by God. So everything I do, I have to consult, I have to be led to do whatever thing I'm doing. And number three, those who press and focus on men of God or the servants of God for an impartation of their grace and bypass the Holy Spirit is just by genuine ignorance of heavenly and kingdom protocols. Just genuine ignorance. Others are dubious and they know what they are doing, but most are just ignorant of heavenly and kingdom protocols. They don't just know. So to them, the thing is okay, but that's not the way to go. So personally, I recommend the following. Because the grace of God has an assignment. It's not for show and for public whatsoever. It has an assignment. So I have this personal recommendation to you, Moses, and to everyone listening. To have the grace of God in your life and for the assignment that He's given you. Because the grace of God is assignment dependent. It doesn't come because God wants to just give you. There's something the grace of God is mandated to do. So number one, focus on growing your relationship with Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. You want the grace of God upon your life? Focus on that. Focus on growing your relationship with Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. Because it's the Holy Spirit who gives the graces of God as He wills. He is the custodian of that. So growing the relationship with Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. And that what I mean by that is getting to know who you are in Christ. Getting to know who you are. Number two, focusing on conforming to the image of Jesus Christ. Of course, why am I saying this? The grace of God has come to many people and it has been unproductive because they were never transformed. And they have had now God's grace now work in their lives in a very funny way and very uninspiring. So for the grace of God to have full impact in your life and to really meet his purpose, I really recommend that you focus on conforming to the image of the Christ, that focus on your transfiguration process where the Holy Spirit works on your mind to make you to become Christ in experience. I didn't say like Christ, Christ in experience. Focus on that. Number three, focus on discovering your assignment and developing yourself spiritually and physically focus on discovering your assignment because the grace of god the empowerment of god comes to catalyze comes to amplify your own abilities to walk through your body so that your assignment can be completed because i said god's assignment he gives us cannot be done by just the human agency and just by human strength it's not possible so focus on discovering your assignment and developing yourself spiritually spiritual disciplines and also physically by developing skills like public speaking and leadership focus on that because if you are going to be productive in your assignment you must know how to communicate in public you must master the art of you know leadership what does it mean to lead master the art of influence master you know something that you can learn so focus on those things let me recap again number one focus on growing your relationship with jesus christ through the holy spirit number two focus on conforming to the image of the christ focus on your transfiguration process number three focus on discovering your assignment and developing yourself spiritually and physically that's physical skills number four focus on being led focus on knowing how to hear from god being led by the holy spirit through the instruction that he will give you so that you're not led by your own personal strategies because it is god's work it is his grace it's his people so there's no stake that you have there you have no claim to nothing i have no claim to nothing it's god's work they are his people 
is his grace is his work all right so we have to make sure that we develop our our ability to hear from him and be led by the holy spirit it's very important because it's the holy spirit who gives all these graces it's the holy spirit who is working in and through us to accomplish what god has for us okay and the other reason why we focus on the holy spirit is because the holy spirit is the only one who knows the father's deepest thoughts concerning you and has the ability to empower you completely to fulfill your assignment it's only the holy spirit can do that for you for me for all of us that's why you should focus on him because he's the only one who knows the deepest thoughts of god concerning you and i concerning us and he's the only one who can empower you completely i can't empower you completely i can give you only what i have i can give you only what god has given me but the holy spirit gave me what i have and he has more than what he gave me you see and what i have might not be very important to you for your destiny and your assignment it might not be that relevant so listening and be led by the holy spirit is very important because he's the only one who knows the deepest thoughts of god concerning you and who can empower you completely i repeat that word completely for your assignment Let's read 1 Corinthians 2 from verses 6 to 11, New King James Version. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who is coming to nothing. 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. 8. Which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. 9. But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. 10. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. 11. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Focus on the Holy Spirit. Focus on how to hear from him. Focus on hearing from him. Focus on following his instructions because he is your counselor, your extraordinary counselor. People can, yes, of course, he's always going to send to someone, but I'm coming there. So focus on that on hearing from him and be prompted by his instructions so that's my fourth recommendation talking about that let's read again from john chapter 16 from verses 12 to 15 from the new king james version i still have many things to say to you but you cannot hear them now jesus is talking 13 however when he the spirit of truth has come he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak of his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you things to come 14 he will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you 15 all things that the father has are mine therefore i said he will take of mine and declare it to you his assignment is to take from the father take from jesus whatever thing is yours in christ he knows it he takes from jesus and reveals to you or gives it to you he's the only one who can do it so focus on him going to a man of god by your own self by your own strategy can only give you very little results focus on the holy spirit for only he knows the fullness of the mind of god concerning you and only he can empower you completely give you everything that god has intended for you to have only he can do that and finally it's important to know that 
when you listen to the holy spirit listen he will always send you to someone not always let me not be absolute he might most likely send you to someone because the graces needed for the work are largely prevalent in the earth already again there are some graces that will still have to find expression in the earth but for largely the graces that are needed for the work are present already in the earth in men by men i mean male and female in men that god has called already so he will send you to a man and you don't choose that man by yourself you don't choose that vessel by yourself oh because you like the way slow is talking and okay you like the way no you don't you don't just think like that listen from god listen from the holy spirit so he will send you to someone and even if he doesn't but you see the grace of god working in the life of someone that god has called and that grace is relevant to the assignment that god has given you it's okay that you can tap into a grace you discern it's in line with your assignment. It's okay. But generally, when it's sent to a vessel, it means that you should follow that vessel, listen to that vessel, because there is a grace that you need that that vessel has. Because he will not give you a grace, a major grace that is already available. Like what he did for Moses. He didn't just add to the 70. He took from Moses and gave to the 70, you see. So he will tell you to go to somebody and follow. And now how do you participate in that grace? Though it's not the body of our episode, you participate by honor. Through honor and you honor by service, giving and other things. So it's okay to do that. For example, let me just draw an example that we close. God has given an assignment, just an example, that you write a book and that book is going to impact the entire body of Christ globally. And God has told you that book will be read by billions or read by millions around the world. Let me say billions around the world. That's a mandate. But now you see this vessel of God that God is using and this vessel has written bestseller upon bestseller and the person has sold millions of copies globally. The person has a gift, has a grace for writing exceptional books inspired by God and for those books to find visibility in the lives of people. So it's okay to say, okay, you know what? God has given me an assignment to write a book and that book has to sell globally. So I tap into this grace, the grace to have inspiration to write those books and the grace for the book to find visibility in the body of Christ and beyond. So you can now tap into that grace through honor, by service, by giving, by whatever, but also in that be led by the Holy Spirit. Okay. So it's okay to do that at some levels. It's okay. But my focus here is to now prioritize on the man of God or the servant of God and bypass the holy spirit that's what the problem is but when you are focused on the holy spirit and you're being led to a servant of god who has a grace that you need to complete your assignment as instructed by the holy spirit or you just discern that following your assignment maybe of writing a book that can bless the whole world you have this vessel who has the exceptional ability to write books and for those books to find visibility across the board christian and non-christians alike but there are spiritual books there are christian books that are having a lot of visibility globally so it's okay to partake of that grace for example it can be someone like our late father in the lord dr miles morrow that kind of person you can now sow into his ministry if you have the means you can try to meet him but just participate in his grace from a distance even as he's gone in quotes he's laid to rest his work is still going on the anointing is not just on the man it's on everything that came out of the man you can hold a book and pray and call the ministry and sow a seed and you know just do something as led by the holy spirit and before you know it the grace can leave from you and come to you but just be led 
it's okay to do that at that point but don't bypass the holy spirit don't veto the holy spirit and think you can get a grace from men of god directly without the holy spirit it doesn't work like that focus on him first and be led by him all right so that's all what we have for today i hope it has been instructive thank you very much moses for your question thank you very much also for you my dear listeners all around the world we are so honored that you take out time every day we look at the analytics you know at the back end every day people are listening to the podcast every day not just this episode or the most recent episode people have been listening to the past ones and thank you very much thank you very much again a big thank you to all those i might not be able to mention everyone but all those listening to us from cameroon of course thank you very much and all those who are listening from the u.s singapore belgium a lot of following in those areas canada as well france the uk yes so please thank you very much and we would like to hear from you please you can use the link in the show notes to write to me personally or the team will get it and if it's something that is personal they will always like you can write there's a link there it's a whatsapp link a link to my whatsapp you write you just click on it and it'll take you straight into my whatsapp and i'm going to include telegram as well so we can have that to whatsapp telegram or if you want by email there's an email there that you can write and i'd like to hear from you and to know how the podcast has been of help and beneficial to you and please take out time to ask your questions this is the forum for you to have that happen don't stay and have doubts eating you up and affecting your spiritual life with god and with other people your christian life affecting other people negatively or even just having doubts to who god is who you are and what life is all about reach out even for christian professionals businessmen how your work with god affects and should infect your business and through your business find expression to the lives of other people thank you very much once more it's a thrill to always talk to you but i must take my leave now god bless you all have a nice day have a nice week i've been solomon ray ngoleswear signing out cheers bye-bye Trust this episode was instructive and that you've learned a thing or two. Please feel free to send in your questions using the Q&A button if you're on Spotify or use the link in the show notes below if on Apple Podcast or any other player. Getting value from this podcast, consider doing the following steps. Step 1, leave a review after the show notes below and step 2, share with your friends and loved ones via your social media platforms. Also, consider showing some love by supporting us by giving towards the development of other programs using the appropriate link in the show notes as well. Do you want to share a personal message with Solomon Ray? For your testimonials and message of gratitude, use the appropriate link in the show note below to send your voice note. We truly love you and believe in you and the person you are becoming in Christ Jesus. Till then, have a blessed day ahead and remember, Jesus Christ is counting on you to influence your world for him. God bless you.